Fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. It is 6 o'clock. It's Monday. Every Monday at 6, we all come and do this. Uh, hey, if you guys are new or you don't know how it works, when you hear the horn, means you have a minute. And uh, we do four-minute sets with four minutes of critique by your helpful comedian peers. So uh, take notes and pay attention and be a great audience because the better you guys are paying attention, the better it all works out. It's just, you know, how that goes. Um, Go Warriors. Uh, That's tonight. Uh, I think that's why there's not as many open mics. People are starting late because of that stuff. Uh, but hey, we're going to get it started right here on the Joke Workshop. Uh, remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice, fluffy, toasted brioche bun there. And then uh, and then give them the com- comments in the middle. And then, you know, not compliments. They're good. Compliments are not cat calls. All right. We're going to get it started here. With your fairy, it's all, well, no, it's not all dudes. It's the two ladies running it back here tonight. I have Perry Borders, the new host of Cowards. And then I'm here. And then we've got a bunch of guys. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right, so we're going to kick it off with your first comedian. Clap your hands together for Pete Ballmer. You ain't even popped out, no, that you ain't. Hey, hello, hey, everybody. Hello, that's a bad sign here. Uh, cool. So before I start my set, I need to borrow someone's shoe. Can I borrow someone's shoe? Okay, cool. What size is this bad boy? 11? Okay. New shoe? Not really. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for that. All right. Uh, so, guys, my favorite sport is ping pong because uh, I'm I'm like a goofy white guy, but uh, I, I kind of am shitty at ultimate frisbee, so ping pong has got to be my game. Play a lot of ping pong, and I know two things about it. Uh, first, it's called ping pong, because like those are the noises you make when you're hitting the ball in ping pong. Uh, second thing I know about ping pong is that British people are shitty at ping pong, because my roommate's British, and the other day I heard him call it whiff waff. <laughs> those aren't the noises you should be hearing if you're winning any games. Some of you might think I'm just making that up, because that sounds like something that is made up. I'm not. You can Google it. British people actually do this shit all the time. Like... I also recently learned that British people are bad at sex because my roommate asked me if I had been bonking anyone recently. And at first I thought he was asking like if I'd had been hitting my head on low door frames or ceilings because that's what that means. And the answer is yes, right there in the bathroom like 10 minutes ago. Uh, then I realized he was talking about sex and I let him know. I'm like, dude, if that's an onomatopoeia for what's going on in the bedroom with you and your girlfriend, you need to have a conversation about where certain things are located. That sounds painful. <laughs> Uh, I got my car broken into recently, uh, which is always shitty, but sucks especially bad because I'm 23 years old, and when you're 23 and you get your car broken into, then you tell someone who is older than you that you got your car broken into. They like to do this fun thing where they will give you tips on how to avoid getting your car broken into, but that didn't just fucking happen. You tell anyone, they turn into like your Midwestern aunt, and they're like, oh, what, you leave a bag in the back seat? Did you park it in a bad neighborhood? Sorry, sweetie, it's just going to happen. Fuck is that? 
I can learn a lesson. Yeah, there was a bag in the back seat. It's not there anymore. Don't worry about it. It's also not something someone will do for any other crime that'll happen to you. Like, it's not like if I get my house burned down, anybody's going to come up to me and be like, well, did you build it out of wood? Did you put it in a neighborhood with a lot of arsonists? Sorry. I went and I told the people at the uh, the glass repair shop that I got my car broken into, and, uh, and, and they, they did not have this reaction. The people who work in glass, auto glass repair in San Francisco are like the the narcotics unit in Miami. Like, they've seen everything. They've dealt with it all. They are not surprised by shit. So I walked in, and I was like, oh, well, you know, my window, as you can see, it's broken pretty bad. And the guy was like, he wasn't smoking a cigarette, but it like felt like he should have been. He was like, uh, there's nothing. What is that, a 20 by 18 window? Classic hammer job. I've seen this before. We'll have it done for you in three days. And I was like, oh, sweet. Thank you. All right. I don't know where I'm going with that joke. I'll work on that. Anybody here a BuzzFeed fan? Right there? You're a BuzzFeed fan? Oh, cool. <laughs> Fuck you, sir. Fuck you. You're the reason why everything is terrible. It's all your fault. You should feel bad about yourself. Because listen to this. I was at an apartment party recently. I was talking to a man with circular glasses and a very high opinion of himself, uh, like him with circular glasses. No, you seem like a nice guy. Um, but I was talking to him, and I didn't know what the fuck to talk to this guy about, so I was like, what do you do for work? And he was like, oh, well, I'm actually in between jobs right now, uh, so my parents pay my rent. And I was like, okay, cool. He didn't ask me any follow-up questions. I can leave. But then he comes back with this. He goes... Well, but also, um, my dog has an Instagram account, so I make a couple hundred bucks a month from that also. Fucking kill me right now, right? Yeah. So, and that's the, and here's the problem. It's, what's your name, sir? VJ? All right. It's fucking VJ's fault that this guy can stand there and talk to me about things that I don't want to hear about and annoy the shit out of me because VJ goes home right after this and he opens up his browser and he opens BuzzFeed and he sees an article that says 33 pictures of dogs that made us say yas and he sits there for like 20 seconds he's like I like that dog and I like that dog and that dog's not as cute but it's still pretty cute and I like that dog and I like that dog so fuck you VJ there's other websites out there Family Guy's a great show there's a ton of episodes all kinds of content alright cool well thanks guys oh, no 69 Hey, all right. That is Pete Palmer. And uh, now is the time for comments. If you're going to give comments, make sure that you find a microphone to speak into because this is a radio show. Uh, I can start out. You're really personable. And you're, you were active. You have a lot of energy today, which was nice. Um, was the joke that the glass shop broke the glass? Um, no. Is, is no. it? I, I was confused. I didn't know where you were going. I'm like, he's telling a story about a glass shop. Okay, he's bummed. He got broken into. It. I'm trying. So what I, what I was trying to do is that like, so it's such a common thing to get your car broken into in San Francisco, and I was trying mm -hmm. to make a point of that. Like the people who work at glass shops have seen so many broken car windows that they're kind of like the like narcotics unit in Miami, like police. You, you know, like so I don't know if that's funny or not, but I was like, I at all. I think that the. I, cause I, I was trying to wrap my head around what you were doing, but I thought, what if you talked about the glass shop is actually the ones that are breaking into the cars so that they can get the yeah. business? That is funny, actually. That is very funny. Like yeah. you get there and you're like, and they all look sketchy or they all look a special way or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're the ones breaking. I like that. Yeah, thanks. And then dogs have Instagrams? That's a thing? You can make money off a dog's Instagram? How do you make money off Instagram? 
I don't, I don't, I don't care to know the answer. People, to that. Ads, people put though. ads on your. You're so popular, and people look at your pictures so much that they, someone else puts. You can get stuff I, on them. I really hate like explaining that this is a. Th- I mean, you can like put ads. Like you can get sponsored. Have your dog wear a fucking leash that's sponsored, and then you'll get paid for that. So it's dumb. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. I just can't even. I don't even know. <laughs> I just, it, I, I'm having such cognitive dissonance right now that I yeah. can't even like, I can't even I understand how it's at BJ. funny. I know what you're saying. It's Sorry crazy. That, by the way. Uh, those were all my comments. Okay. I, uh, I really like the BuzzFeed joke you have. You know, I, I fucking hate BuzzFeed too. I don't think you'd be able to get away throwing a shoe at somebody at most places. Yeah, I have too. But like, it, it's, I, I can see it somebody, you wouldn't be able to do it at SF State, but like at a bar show, you know, you need a mic. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, I have to. Yeah. And well, okay. That's yeah. Well, okay. So, do we think that the controversy of throwing the shoe is that people do not like having shoes thrown at them or returning the? That's probably that's, the main yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Okay. What about this? What about if I? What about if I throw it and then like either I don't throw it that hard because I think I kind of nailed you a little bit and I feel bad for that. Um, I or about, I just intentionally miss. How about you bit. ask for like a hat or a beanie or something or like a scarf? A hat. Yeah, yeah. That okay. way, like you know, because like a shoe stinks, it could actually hurt somebody. But a hat's flimsy. That's true. You know. Mm-hmm. And then also like I would have been shit out of luck in this crowd. Yeah, you would have. No hats. You would have. You know, you could have asked for Hunter's glasses or something. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that that just really spoke to me because I feel like BuzzFeed just like the official channel for white basic woman, you know? Oh, it's like, just the it's worst just thing. Fucking, in the world. Yeah, I yeah. I, I'm I'm 100 on you with there. Okay, I'll, I'll think about the shoe thing. Well, I was gonna say you the willingness of the audience to give you their shoes seemed to be a product of the fact that they were all comedians trying to be funny, uh, and then. Obviously, don't throw hard things at audience members, which <laughs> shoes have, even though I thought it was very funny, but mostly because I like watching people, because uh, physical comedy is often just doing violence yeah. um, in like a harmless setting. But to be fair, it's not real, because I can see that person. Yeah. What if they bleed? Well, That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, Ah, shit. I spent so much time thinking about the shoe thing that I forgot about the rest of the set. No, just kidding. Um, But I guess I don't have many notes on those. So the shoe thing, a lot of controversy. The shoe thing is the main thing I'm trying to figure. Because I think it's it's fun to like... I wouldn't throw a shoe. You would? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I would miss. I would never. Don't throw anything at anybody. You you can get in trouble, even if you're being cheeky. Okay, all right. I will not do that. I kind of like the taking something. Okay, I wish people had hats more. Well, if you want to take something, take money from them. Ask them for money. I think... But then you need the person to like BuzzFeed and give you their shit. Yeah, that's and also, a... who's going to give you... Maybe you could ask for, like, a napkin and then crumple it up and throw it at them. Yeah. Yeah. But or then that's could, just not really hard. Figure out who doesn't like BuzzFeed and then ask them for their shoe and then just be like, okay, I just took your shoe. I kind of like the, the shoe. I like taking the shoe and then not giving any context as to why I'm taking it in initial point and then, like, bringing that back later. I mean, I love callbacks, but I don't know if callbacks should involve throwing things. No, I, well, no, and what I'm shoes to, are gross. You don't want to touch the shoe. The shoe's been touching the ground. The ground has dog piss all over it. Well, that's, that's my There's, problem to deal with. Right, but and it smells and like someone's foot, but it, nobody wants to give you their shoe. That's like a, uh, just a weird ask. I, I am, I am kind of 
trying to see as I'm like continue. I'm just trying to see like if I ever run into a point where I do not get the shoe because I've done that three times now and I've gotten the shoe from someone every time because people love participating. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. But good don't forget to give. Not throw. Yeah. Don't forget to throw money in the jar. I PayPal'd you. Oh, you did. You yeah. PayPal'd. Yay! Yeah, that's another way to do. You guys, there's a donate button on our Mutiny Radio, Radio website. Hey, everybody, clap for Pete Ballmer! Yay! Yay! And then yay! Yeah. So you guys can you can always donate online on our website MutinyRadio.fm. There's a donate button on every page. So, and our rent just went up. So that's all real. Um, <laughs> your next comedian, he's really real too. Put your hands together for Hunter Stare. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here. It's good to see all you lovely people. Let's, let's, I feel like I don't know most of you. Let's introduce me and then like modulate you guys a little bit. So first of all, my name is Hunter and I'm from Louisiana. I live in Oakland. Uh, second of all, has anybody heard about this new dating app that's been getting popular in like Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, like the Southern States? It's called Ancestry.com. All right, there we go. Now we're now we're modulated a little bit. Let's test out some new jokes. All right, like God said to Abraham, let's kill it tonight. <laughs> uh, that came out kind of wrong. Let's, let me try that again. As God saith unto Abraham, let's murder this baby. Is that better? Okay. Um, so I want to start a support group. I want to give back a little bit. I want to start a support group, an Alcoholics Anonymous for Accountants. An Alcoholics Anonymous for Accountants. Guess what I'm going to call it? No, that's already, that's already a thing. I'm going to call it, um, uh, Strength in Numbers. All right. Maybe not funny. Maybe just a good name for an alcoholic support group for accountants. Uh, so I was arrested one time in Arkansas. I got pulled over by a police officer and I let him search my car because, you know, I didn't have anything bad on me. And he went through all my stuff. He went through my Altoids case and he actually held up my Altoids and he looked at him like really closely under the light. And I said to him, Hey, if you're going to eat those Altoids, man, only have like half of one because they're really minty. All right. Let's see. So I'm trying to be more health conscious. Conscious. I hear that smoking increases your chance of getting lung cancer by like 30% or something. So I rip my cigarettes in half because I can live with those odds. And then I can save the other half for spliffs, so that's just good economics. So when I was a young man and I was in school, sometime around the end of March, my Chinese history teacher told me about a contest. Write an essay to the Chinese government, win a free laptop from Lenovo. On April 1st of that year, he received a letter from the Chinese embassy in Houston saying that one of his students had turned in a very seditious essay to the Lenovo essay contest, and henceforth he was banned from China, and all of his relatives were being monitored. Later on, when he found out it was just me, he called me a sociopath, and I said, Han Zhao, that is hate speech. I am neurodivergent. I pooped twice this morning. I know. It's so hard to quit. <laughs> I'm going to try out a new character on you guys I've been working on. He's um he's a he's a new comedian who's also a car aficionado. 
So he's just like, and so I said to the guy, they didn't discontinue the Scion XD. They just rebranded it as the Prius C. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Character. Um, congressman, you know, House of Representatives. Listen, I'm going to need you to sign up on that anti-child um, legislation or I'm going to have to cut your funding in the next round of midterms. So just fucking play along. Also, I'm going to rape your secretary. We rate people here. All right. Not good. So, uh, all right. <laughs> my, uh, my roommate's cat had a miscarriage. And my roommate said, it's okay. You know, it's probably for the best. And I was kind of blown away by that. I was like, how could it be for the best? Did your cat have some really important things that it wanted to do before becoming a mother? And then I found out that the cat was just taking the LSAT and getting its JD, so I felt like a dick. All right. Give it up for Pam, everybody. That's my time. Hooray, Hunter! And our Arjun's all up chomping up the bit. There we go. Uh, so the there you go. Funny. Uh, the only problem is, is I know for a fact that True Dance has been telling that joke for like since I started and it's something that I kind of it's it's something that I hear from time to time just because it's like it's like really easy I wouldn't say it's easy but it's just something you're that people I think touch upon frequently and it's one of those ones where you can think that is really clever but just someone's hit there before okay I'll look that up thank you so that's a bummer that is is a bummer yeah sorry but the rest of it solid (laughs) strength and I finally got strength in numbers but because I was like, oh, they're accountants. They like numbers. But in AA, do they have a big thing about strength? I thought AA is like about steps. I think it's about like unity and like, you know, being strong for one another. And that's what the whole sponsor thing is about. Yeah. Uh-huh. 12 steps does actually do a lot of strength and numbers would actually be pretty good for them. But it's right? a very AA specific joke. Yeah. So or like 20. This steps. isn't a very AA crowd, I guess. Yeah. We're all super functional. Yeah. <laughs> I also... Um, I think that your punchline on the Altoids should just be they're curiously st- only have a half of one because they're curiously, curiously strong. strong. Okay. Because okay. that's what's on the tin. Because when you just say they're really minty, it's like okay. Um, and sometimes people put LSD on them, so that's I know, another that's what reason I was to be going careful. For. It's like hey. Oh, is that what you were going? If you're for? gonna eat one of those Altoids, only eat half of one. Right. So you were alluding to LSD because I, I wrote down like sometimes people put LSD on them. And then so that's why I thought about that, because that's what you were trying to say. It's interesting. And then the rape joke, I think you can fix it by instead of saying the word rape twice, say Congress, comma, we fuck people here. So first you say we rape you. you you just do the we, rape as no, a throwaway. No, no, I get it. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Right, yeah. because when you say rape again, it's like, oh, okay, it's, what's it? But if you do it as a throwaway on that first line and then say, Congress, we fuck people we here. fuck people here. Get with the program. Yeah. I got you. But good stuff. You're clever. Thank you. High praise. Okay. Other comments? Um, I got to say, with your cat joke, the miscarriage, I was really shocked that you didn't go towards... The, the your, your your roommate was fucking the cat, and that was it was gonna be like a oh, weird half cat be- baby bestiality fucked up thing. That's a hard left. Turn. That's just where my brain went before you got to the punchline. But it was a good. It's a really good joke. I liked it. <laughs> cat fucking. It's, it's good here. I'm gonna make a note about that. Yeah, roommate is fucking my cat. My roommate's been fucking. 
<laughs> Thank you guys. So my roommate's been fucking with you. <laughs> That's heavy a fun opener. <laughs> then then we'd know why you were an AA or something. Um cool. Any other comments? Go right, clap your hands together for Hunter Stare. Yay and then yay. All right, moving right along here on the Joke Workshop. Your next comedian. Slap those meat paws together for Chris Holstein. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Hello, hello. My name is Chris Holstein, and this is my first time here. So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Put out a little disclaimer. I'm not the kid from... The Goonies all growed up. <laughs> I wasn't in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That wasn't me. I wasn't in those movies. It turns out if you crap your pants at the audition, you don't get a call back. <laughs> uh, I'm 36 years old, and uh, I'm just now getting stand-up comedy. Um, the long answer, we don't have time for. I got four minutes, so I'll give you the short answer, which is that I've been fired from every job out there. Pizza boy, delivery boy, bar back, barista, bellhop, Driver, fluffer, street fighter, exterminator, terminator, guy that jerks off the trophy horse, guy that jerks off the regular horse, guy that jerks off on webcam, and guy that jerks off the trophy horse on webcam. Every job. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone had a really good Mother's Day. Did everyone have a good Mother's Day? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, Mother's Day is a bit uh, rough for me. Uh, I have a weird relationship with my mother. Um, I think it goes back to Mother's Day about... 20 years ago when I was barely articulate and there was three of us growing up with my mother, you know, single mom, working full time, trying to raise us. Her life sucked. We sucked. Um, how much did we suck? We sucked so much that one Mother's Day, again, I'm not even articulate. I play with Ninja Turtles. I don't have a, a great world view of how relationships work. Uh, I have an older brother and sister. They both work. They both have jobs. They both drive. They're functioning members of society. Somehow on Mother's Day, my, we all decided to get my mother, my working mother, one gift. We got her a VHS copy of Mrs. Doubtfire. Three kids got one mother, a VHS copy of Mrs. Doubtfire. I can't say that with more emphasis. And in case you don't remember Mrs. Doubtfire, that's the movie where Robin Williams plays an asshole father whose wife divorces him, and so he dresses up like a British nanny to be close to his kids. And throughout the entire movie, Sally Field, who plays the mother, is trying to keep this psycho away from her children. She's the antagonist of the film. This is what we got my mother for Mother's Day, <laughs> a movie where the mother is the, the antagonist. She, my mother was not happy, by the way, uh, when we gave her that gift. She locked herself in a room for a couple days, and there was a lot of yelling and cursing. She did not have a good time with that Mother's Day gift, and I don't think she ever watched Mrs. Doubtfire again. So um, I just want to make it clear to everyone, I know Mother's Day was yesterday, but please, I hope everyone can do better than getting your mother Mrs. Doubtfire for Mother's Day. It's not a good gift. <laughs> um, but I really like movies. I'm a big movie fan. Um, I recently watched Black Panther. <laughs> Some of my favorite movies. And uh, frankly, I find in my life when I run into people that don't like movies, I kind of just forget about those people because I don't have room in my life for people that don't want to talk about movies. Like, frankly, if that's your attitude towards movies, I'm just going to, you know, marry someone else. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's so distracting. I'm sorry. Um, um, I'm Korean, by the way, in case you didn't notice. 
You can take a closer look if you're still undecided. Uh, I have a Korean face. I don't have a Korean accent because I was adopted. I was raised in a lower middle class suburb by white people. Um, <laughs> it's really fun being raised in that environment because uh, white people still don't accept you because you still look Asian. And Asians don't accept you because you don't sound Asian. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, my my parents my parents were really white. They're very white. Uh, they were so white that uh, the only time we took off our shoes in the household was at bath time and bedtime. <laughs> it's that's also true. Um, <laughs> my parents were so white that the only food we ever ate, the only Asian food I ever ate growing up, was the uh, star the the hot food from Safeway that they would sell, like chow mein, sweet and sour pork, an egg roll, and a fortune cookie. And they wouldn't even give you a chopstick. You'd have to ask for it. And they sometimes they just wouldn't give you. Anyway, that's my time. Thank you very much. Yay! Yay, Chris Holstein! Hooray! So this is your first time. You're very brave to, to come here. It's not your first time doing comedy, though. I've seen you before. Your fourth time? All right. Well, you... You started out with that 36-year-old joke, you look so young, so it's funny that all of your jobs had the word boy in them. You were like, bus boy, doll, boy, 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 the very first ones. And, and it was a really, it was a good list. It was really clever how you bounced around. But I just think it's funny that you didn't mention how incredibly young you look. Like, I would never have ever guessed in a minute that you were 36 years old. I would, I I would be like, I mean, my vision's going a little bit because I'm old too, but I would be like maybe 26, maybe 25. You look so young. So it's just funny that I would mention that. Anyways, um, and after the Black Panther thing, you said marry someone else. You're, what are you talking, you're thinking about, mar you, that was just funny that you just mentioned about movies and then you were like, I'll marry someone else. I'm like, whoa, where'd that come from? It's like your ex-girlfriend didn't like movies or something? No, I, I, I kind of impro improvised that joke on the spot, but oh, okay. uh, I was alluding to the fact that I'm, I'm married. Oh, you're married. And so I think in my brain I was making a connection that my wife doesn't like talking about movies, so uh, I'd rather marry someone else. Okay. It would be easier for me than just not talking about movies. Right, well, and I don't know yeah, why I, Black I, Panther was good. I fell asleep in Black Panther. I still haven't watched the whole thing. I'm sorry. Does that make me a racist? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you someone who has probably better things to do. I just was so bored in that movie. I fall asleep in movies all the time. Um, but that was, that was good good stuff. I really liked that first joke with the list. The big, long list was really good. Thank you. Hunter's got stuff to say. That joke, but I felt like you missed something. Like, because the story of Mrs. Doubtfire, like, there's this very pivotal scene where... um. The mom's talking to the kids, and they're like, do you want me to go and take you there, or do you want Mrs. Doubtfire to go and take you there? And the kids immediately go, Mrs. Doubtfire. So it's pretty much a story about how a man's better at a woman's job. And oh. that's what you showed your mom. You know what I mean? That, that's very good. I yeah. haven't watched it in like 15 years, but thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, I hate connection. movies, and I know it better than you do. <laughs> and also... Um, it's a, it's, it's no, a it's spot. a good movie. It's a sore yeah. spot in our family. <laughs> no, no, this isn't about like your jokes, but you're talking about how you're married. You know, like you said, you're married and Pam was looting. You're young. You can probably say your wife's a pedophile. She's attracted to 12-year-old boys. I mean, you, you do have, yeah. like, the torn jeans, you know, and, like, all those things that make you look like you just played outside in the yard, you know? <laughs> so, you. like, I, don't know, I liked your set. But yeah, yeah. But, like, there's, yeah, I get it. Fourth time. That was actually really good for your fourth time, man. All right. Thank, thank you. Uh, Hunter Stair here. Taller Hunter. Skinnier Hunter. Um... <laughs> I also want to talk about the missed out fire joke. I think that you can just short circuit all of the exposition and just go right to like, 
you know, for oh, it'd be like for Mother's Day last year. Don't even make it something that happened when you were a kid. Okay. It'd be like for Mother's Day last year, uh, me and all my siblings chipped in and we got uh, my mom a copy of Mrs. Doubtfire on VHS. That that, that, that would be a shorter, yeah, even a shorter version, sure. I mean. Okay. It sounds like what? I'm just saying, like, cut out all the stuff before that. Exactly. It could be a tighter joke. Yes. I, I've heard that twice now. Yeah. It's sure. Very long. <laughs> it's and, a true story. And you can get into the stuff that you were saying about, like, you know, the fact that it's a terrible movie about a, you know. Yeah. Man doing a woman's Yeah. Yeah. All right. The defense rests. Very. Am I? Am I on? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing about the Miss Doubtfire joke. It's really wordy, and I think anyone who doesn't know the movie, like, you can't make them laugh at that joke anyway. So just, like, a quick punchline, like, we bought her a copy of Mrs. Doubtfire to tell her, to remind her that she's replaceable or something. Yeah, just consolidate that. Yeah, make that shorter, and it's a lot funnier. And I also, I liked your list of jobs, and I think if you make it more like you're remembering them as you go instead of listing them off, then that's that, that would be, I mean, it was funny as it was, but I think that would be stronger. Is the flow and order okay? Because I, yes, I'm not sure I I'm thought it was, over certain, like, no, I thought that, I thought it went really naturally, like a exponential that, progression natural, towards, like I'm, I'm, it seems like exposing. Expository it's it spontaneous. felt more like you were reading it off a list than going right. through it naturally. Okay, so that's what I meant. It's like all right. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Hey, all right. We have a we have a hunter rock block today, guys. We've got multiple hunters in the house. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Fuck you, Hunter Star. Oh no, let's. I'm not gonna riff on that. Well, I might riff on that later. Um, everybody had a good Mother's Day. Cool. Yeah. Um, I had a shit Mother's Day. I did hanging out with my mom was cool, but uh, I moved out recently and like I just saw my brothers. I got two little brothers for the first time. I just saw them for the first time in three months. All right, one's 18. He's been taller than me for three years. He can go fuck himself. The other one's 12. He just got taller than me. Let me repeat that. The other one's 12. His balls haven't even started to fucking drop yet, and he's taller than me. I have lost all big brother privileges as of now. I sit bitch, I sit bitch in every car ride home. All right, that's the middle seat. We got a fucking Toyota Camry, all right? I'm six foot, I'm the shortest. And there's four of us in that Toyota Camry? Fuck my life. I wish I was a single sibling. Anybody here got siblings? Yeah. You see how you guys clapped? None of you are the eldest. Is anybody here the oldest sibling? Yeah, you didn't clap, sir. Exactly. You're sitting there with the cameras in your headphone, just shooting this going, this is my suicide note. <sighs> this is too relatable. I fucking hate this shit. It sucks, though. It sucks. It sucks. The other one, my 18-year-old my brother, he's 18 years old, six foot four, 269 pounds. He's going out to, he just got a scholarship to a community college. Yeah, community college. I'm still better. Um, but he got a scholarship to a community college to play football as an outside linebacker. All right, for CSM. Remember how, like, every guy's ever, like, bully your little brother? 
Yeah. He bullies me now, but he's 265 and he fucking sandwiches me. If you guys don't know what a sandwich is, Arjun does because he's a fucking football fan. A sandwich is, what's up, Max Eddie? Max Eddie knows what a sandwich is. And a sandwich is like when two guys come, one guy tackles you from the other knee, one guy tackles you from your chest. I got two little brothers who are 200 pounds, 250 pounds average doing that to me every fucking day. I loved my childhood from like eight to 19. Now I fucking hate my childhood. Yeah, I'm still a child, okay? Fuck you guys. I don't know. I'm angry. I'm just going to bitch about my life for this set. I don't care. I don't care. We um, we watched uh, Avengers Infinity War for Mother's Day. That was cool. I'm not going to spoil it. But um, I had to sit bitch in the theater. Because even my little brothers were on the pecking order. Like, yeah, you still got to sit bitch in the theater. I'm like, where the fuck is bitch in the theater? You don't get a seat, motherfucker. I'm standing next to the aisle watching this, texting my mom going, uh, can you pass me the popcorn? Getting fucking thrown at me. I don't know. I hate brothers. I do, I do. Um, no, I really, I love them. They're cool, they're cool. Um, I talk about it before on my set. I am a secondary black belt in Taekwondo. My two little brothers also are black belts in Taekwondo. So like that little childhood bullying, you know, where you punch a little brother turns into full-on fist fights. You know, I'm getting a restraining order on family members. This is not okay. It is not. They still giggle like 16-year-old um, geishas, though. Anybody know what a geisha is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the sound of a geisha. Fucking little honk. I'm just bitching about my life, guys. I really am. That's it. I'm gonna go cry. That's my time. Give it for everybody. Hey, Hunter, Uniac, hooray. I loved everything you did. You had a lot of confidence tonight, and I liked it. You were Thank acting you. very much like a real comic. Thank like you. you just sounded like you were just talking, but I was very entertained by all the things you were saying. I was riffing. I love it. Okay, thank you. No, I was going to say, that was really good. I mean, that felt like a real genuine anger, but like not an off-putting anger, like yeah. a fun, relatable anger of like just sort of feel like the... I really got what you were coming from, and it was really funny. And yeah, it was just... It was... Yeah, it was great. Even like though you said you were riffing, I mean, obviously once you just sort of compact that into like... yeah bits and like cut it down and stuff i think that you've got like a good solid two minutes right there fuck yeah thank you yeah um i uh i like i don't know if this is here i go um i like it when you lean into your vulnerability and say like you're sitting in the aisle if you're going to be that angry i think the juxtaposition is funny okay yeah yeah and uh, you had a moment at the end where you said, I hate my brothers. Oh, no, I love them. Um, and I mean, that, that kind of hits at how we all feel about our family. Yeah. But uh, yeah, th so that could I be funny. I can make funny. a joke out of that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right, you're just, right. If you were just like debating with yourself for like 10 seconds, like, I hate them. No, I love them. Ah, just I hate them. Like, yeah. some, just something to. You're right. Yeah, uh, we all have from that. that yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's relatable. Anything else? All right, clap wildly one for Hunter one Uniac. One more pep. All right. If you could, like, embody your brothers in any kind of, like, comical way, I feel like. I mean, I don't know your brothers. Are they just bigger versions of you? Um, Martin is the middle one. Connor's too young to have figured out his personality yet. You know what I mean? If you could give the younger one, like, a cute little baby lisp and then have it pick on you and, like, do an <laughs> act out of that, I think that would be pretty great. Yeah. All right. Bye, Hunter. All right. Anything else? Thank you, guys. Yay, clap wildly for Hunter Uniac. Don't forget to put your money in the jar to save Mutiny Radio. I just had to write a check for our liability insurance today. Boy, is that exciting. 
Liability insurance, yes, so that if anybody falls, then I'm not... Could, could you imagine? Oh, God. Yeah, I have to have liability insurance. Uh, your next comedian, he knows all about liability. Now, of course he doesn't. He has no idea. I'm, uh, but you guys are going to love it. Put your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. No, no, fuck your bitch. And I got the totally hit it quick. What liability is? It's like when you're responsible financially for damage caused to others. See? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, he doesn't know what liability is. I was like, I do a little. I don't know what liability insurance is. I guess it's where you pay someone and then they pay for you. Peter, Ven- Peter PayPal, and I'm going to Peter- Venmo Peter because I don't have PayPal. Okay, so now that we're done with that, with the, with the, uh, with the financial stuff, let's move on to the, let's move on to the fun. Anyway, I, uh, to all of those who criticize mumble rap, I say to you, <laughs> ah, how fun is that joke? Ah, uh, I mean, it's not very funny. But it's fun. Like, it's a lot of fun to tell. Am I ever going to say those words in that sequence again? Like, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I might say the rumble, mumble rap part, but the part that got real laughter, I'm never going to say again. I mean, I will. I will. I promise. I swear to you. This I swear to you. You guys know the promise by that song? You know, the one goes, I'm sorry, but i just trying to say, okay. Uh, I should have jokes so you guys can write notes on. Here's one. I am bipolar, uh, so I'm going to do the new jokes about that one, uh, which means I have to, I'm taking meds, which means I have to buy my will to live from Walgreens. Like, I have to go into the same place where I pick up my bags of flaming hot Cheetos and say, one ability to maintain positive relationships, please. It's weird. Another weird thing is that my meds cause, they cause drowsiness. Uh, which means I have to take my meds at night, which means I have to make healthy decisions at night, which is when I make all my unhealthy decisions. Like, I can make healthy decisions in the morning. Like, in the morning for breakfast, I'll have, like, a fruit smoothie. And then at night for dinner, I have had KFC stuffed into, into a Taco Bell. Okay. I've done that for second dinner. I've never had second breakfast, but I have second dinner more days than I have one dinner. And at that same time, I have to be like, oh, do I want to be sane? When I'm going crazy because I'm young and it's night. Just kidding. Most of my nights I'm at home at like, well, late because of stand-up, but I'm very sober. Um, I mean, like, I'm home late, but not because I was out having like a wild time that I'll like remember just doing this, which is super fun, but you know, you know what I mean? Do you guys know what I mean? It's not, it's not like you're not going to write songs about stand-up. Can you imagine writing a song about stand-up? <laughs> Everyone personally rem- imagine it in a really funny way and then credit it to me because I provoked it. It's like, I know. Remember, so far I have told two jokes. Those are the things I want, three jokes. <laughs> the in-between stuff, don't care about that at all. But the jokes... Does everyone remember the jokes? Okay, here's another joke. I don't understand the Asian fetish. Like, who's out there saying, you know, there's nothing kinkier and more taboo than half the world's population? <laughs> you know? I'm just putting this out there. I think there are more men... Nope, I think there are more Asian people than there are women. So you're not into... Asians aren't a fetish. That's just being into people. <laughs> Which is normal human sexuality. Uh, probably shouldn't say normal positive healthy we'll go with healthy 
Because normal's not woke, dog. Because, yeah, woke as fuck. Oh, here's a woke joke. No, it's not. Here's a joke that is about how, like, I'm just, like, such a feminist. But, like, um, I'd say one of the downs, the probably only downside I've experienced is that about being, like, trying, doing my, I'm a feminist in the same way a lot of people are Catholics and that I really believe in all of it. But when it's hard for my life, I often fail, fall short. You know what I mean? Anyways, but here's an example of that. For example, when I get my heart broken by a girl, which happens more frequently than I should let it, but I, uh, I'm always like, man, fucking women, they're all beautiful angels who bring life to this earth, you know? Remember how funny the beginning of my set was? Okay, guys. Let's, yeah, my name's... Sergeant okay. Banerjee! Hooray! It was a funny set. Thank you. The mumble rap is funny. Okay. I think it's cute. And even when you went off on The Promise, you almost sang the song that was really nostalgic for me. So I almost really That's enjoyed that. It's a great that. song. I've been listening to a lot recently. Yeah, it's I a am. really good one. Yeah. Because it really does speak to the fact that I often am trying. I, I, that you're looking for the right words, words to say. To say. Yeah. Prom- it doesn't sound the way I mean them to say. <laughs> they don't come but the way you, you planned them to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why can't I remember if, the song? If I've you been- had to walk the world... Or if I had to walk the world to make, make you fall for me, me, I promise you, I promise you, I will. Oh, yeah. what a great uh-huh. song. It is a great song. Uh, the bipolar joke is also fantastic that you have to buy your will to live at Walgreens where you get your flaming hot Cheetos. That's just a really well-written and very funny line. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Does anyone have any criticism? What about the feminist joke? I feel like it's maybe a little... Because like, it does speak to something that I feel which is that sometimes I, I do, I often fall short of being the person I want to be, but on the other hand, it, is it like, put you against me? <laughs> are you, are you asking for like women? I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't offended. Oh, Cause you talked like about being bipolar like first. Like we don't, we're not too worried about your opinion once you, oh, no. <laughs> once you go on the like, I make terrible decisions thing. It's like, oh, all right, okay. so there you're just fine. Time. Well, okay, now what do men think about their, I think the first, the first line was, just kind of verbose. Like, um, I just don't think you had the wording down. It's funny. Like, um, if you if you just said like, because um, you, you draw the parallel to whatever, um, uh, to wait, what do you draw the parallel to? You know, with feminism. What is? We can just do this after. Yeah, that's fair. But just say like, uh, I'm a feminist until it's hard or something. Like, mm, yeah, just that's just worse. cut it cut it down. Till it's hard, oh, like it's dick. hard. Till it's hard, right yeah, like it's dick. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's it. just kidding. That's my impression of Aziz Ansari. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh, that's my impression of Aziz. I'm a feminist until it's hard. Oh, <laughs> that funny. is a good joke. That's a really good okay, joke. Yeah. Good job. Yay! Yay! Getting it. High fives from the whole room, Argent Banerjee. Yes. Good sets today here at Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian, he has a very, very cool name. You guys are going to love his jokes. Put your hands together for VJ Sinifazada. What's up? Hey. This is my uh, f- first time here. Uh, in the, and uh, it's my first time on radio, too. And I'm really happy to be here because I've always been told that I have a radio face. 
and uh, that's why I'm not even wearing pants today because it's the radio. Okay, so uh, this weekend my um, friend was like, hey man, you should come, totally come and hang out. We are at Hayward Park. And then I take, I live in San Francisco, so I take a BART all the way to Hayward. And I'm like, where, where are you? And he's like, we are at the park, man. And it turns out that he was in Hayward Park. And Hayward Park is a totally different place from Hayward on the other side of the street. So that's some Bay Area-centric humor for the day. Joke number three. So I've been at the Bay Area for like uh, two years now. Actually, the, uh, that's the only place I've been in the US. I've been in the US for like two years and people always ask me the same question. Hey man, what do you think of, of Trump? I'm like, Trump? Not my president, am I right? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm from India. Uh, our president is uh, Sri Ramnath Govind Gupta. And they're like, no, uh, seriously, who, if you could vote, who would you vote for? Would you vote for Trump or Hillary? I'm like, neither. I support Bernie. Because I, li I believe that life is all about second chances. And you know what Bernie Madoff did was right or wrong. Let's not get into the whole thing. But given a chance, Bernie Madoff will really turn the economy around. That's what I truly believe. So I was in um, San Mateo at my uncle's place and uh, I, and he said he's going to go to the supermarket and I thought that just because there was nobody at home, I'll do the thing that all guys do when there's no one at home. You know, right? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you, you take a selfie of your head and check for bald spots. <laughs> right, I, I, I'm sure you have a, uh, this is just for the radio, I'm sure. Your hat is not seen on the radio. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so as I was doing this, my uncle actually didn't leave the house. He was there, and he's like, he saw me doing that, and I was like, Vijay, looks like you might be going bald. You know what's, what this means? This means that it's the right time to get married. So, I mean, that's how Indians decide to get married, when, so that to, to take care of the damage before it's done. Because for real, marriage is like a social pressure, man. I'm feeling it. I'm at the age, and should I do it? Should I not do it? And uh, to be fair, even dating is hard, man. That's that's why I grew this hair out, so that I can look like a rock star. It also helps that I play in a band. So I carry my guitar around. But uh, what the band members, they asked me to buy an amp because the places we play at don't have amps. So now I'm... Uh, I, and the girls look at me when I'm carrying a guitar and they're like, oh, he must be a rock star and I'm giving them the eye. But now I'm carrying a guitar and an amp and they don't look at me anymore. I'm like, it's because I think when you carry a guitar around, people think you're a rock star. But when, when you carry a guitar and an amp around, they think you're homeless. So uh, yesterday, I decided to browse Tinder and because dating is hard, not, not just for me, and it, 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 it for my mom, who on Mother's Day is also on the market because she was re recently divorced. And guess what happened when I browsed Tinder? When I swiped right on the girl, on one girl, the next girl happened to be my mother. So what do you do in times like that? A, it's weird because it's your mom. And B, it's, it's your mom and it's fucking Mother's Day. Do you want to swipe? Would you not swipe right on your mom? I mean, she's the most beautiful person on the earth. So uh, 
Anyway, guys, I gotta go. I have a date with my mom. See you later. DJ, clap your hands wildly for him. Yay! He's a new comedian. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. Thank you for um, here. The Bernie Madoff joke was really funny because it was a good reversal, and same with the bald spot. I thought those were really the reversal. I wasn't expecting it, so that was a good place for those jokes to go. Mm-hmm. So good job. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Uh huh. I see. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a good uh, little detail. I can definitely walk into the joke. Yeah. The age range is yeah. pretty wide. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I know what you mean. Stuck out to me. Yeah. Thanks. Um, maybe for the rock star joke, um, you could like when you're carrying an amp and a guitar they think you're working for the rock star or something because that's what i thought it was leading to but maybe you have something funnier mm-hmm. but that he's a roadie is what you're yeah. saying yeah cool. look more like a roadie than anything else with the hair i mean not for nothing but that joke works because you look like a, you do look like a roadie um but i thought your set was great i thought it was really like the solid material the main off joke you closed it with um you can turn this country upside down. I was wondering if you could play with like the pyramid shape instead of saying upside down. Say he could turn it. It's something more relevant to his his fucking thing. But I I really like the Bernie joke because it just went somewhere where I did not expect it to go. That was nice. I wanted to mention I like the president joke too. Uh, I my favorite part was um, when you s- said the name that I'm never gonna remember <laughs> the president of India. <laughs> that was my favorite part when you just spit out all these syllables and everyone's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That was yeah. uh, that was fun. Any more food? Yes. But I would describe it as someone's name. But um, but no, that is when you do say my president is this person who I also don't remember because it is too hard. But um, the ball joke is really funny, especially when you point it at someone who doesn't have hair. Uh, um, that made it very funny. Uh, and also, I would say that are you how, how long have you been doing this? Really, really, because I feel like I've just started seeing you around. It's yeah, uh, this is my second show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we call them open mics. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest thing I remember is because also I used to get very nervous, and I definitely am less nervous now. Is that people really only remember when you're good, and that if you do, if you're if a joke doesn't land, then it's also just going to disappear from the memory of people, which is very, which is you know the the fact that no one like the cynicism sure. of comedians. That's I'd say the that's a huge upside is that people really only remember when you crush and don't really remember when you're like, uh, especially at open mics. So like, try not to like, do your best to just kind of relax mm-hmm. and understand that we're really all just having fun here. Right. Thanks so much. No Thank you guys. Put your hands together for VJ. Yay. Yay. Here we are on the joke workshop. Uh, today she's been running the board because she has a new show called Cowards every Friday from 10 to noon. Clap your hands together for Perry Borders. Hey guys, how's it going? I won't do that. Um, so I want to become more confident. Like I want to be like as confident as the person who gets a massage at the mall. Do you know what I mean? How cocky is that? Vulnerable too. You're exposing your back to basically a warehouse of strangers. That's what a mall is. You could be attacked at any time. I'm worried about that. Um, 
I had another thing relating to that. Oh, I feel like the person who gets a mall massage is also the person who just like plays their music on a speaker and takes a stroll. Like I'm embarrassed if I think people can hear my music through my headphones. So like, what is that level of confidence? Or like the person who gets a mall massage, uh, this is a list, is, um, is also the person who, uh, I had a third one. Here it's coming. It's on its way. Oh, okay, so the person who gets a mall massage is also the person who like starts the mosh pit. Like just like, someone's gotta fucking start it. Come on guys, we're on the third song. It's okay, don't worry about it. Um, you know when you have to wipe off the sweat on your thumb so that your touch ID works, right? Guys, when you're in Whole Foods, um, oh, today I auditioned for an Ancestry.com commercial with my dad, and my, <laughs> my dad is an engineer, not an actor, and I was just thinking like, what if they cast him and not me? I'm gonna have to kill my dad. That would suck ass. You know, I don't wanna become Tanya Harding, but I will if I have to. No one will be more successful than me. Um, <laughs> it was a good audition. Thank you guys for asking. Um, oh, okay. So I had a motivational speaker one time come to my school, like in middle school. And, uh, here, here's my thoughts about it. So he was like, he basically the whole spiel, his whole spiel was, uh, don't bully kids because... I once took care of a kid who had Down syndrome. And then he did the voice. <laughs> so, I don't know, I don't think that would fly nowadays. Right? Can you imagine? Wow, it killed. People, and people were laughing, like dying laughing. And I, were, I laughed along with them. I mean, there was no PC culture. People can't say anything. Yikes. Um, yeah, so am I a hero if I um, am telling a story and I don't mention that the person in it is black? It's just on you. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell something else. Possibly it'll be funny. Oh, uh, oh, okay, so when I was 12, I put my dad's email on a lesbian porn site. Um, and I don't know why I didn't think that would catch up to me <laughs> as a 12-year-old, like, yeah, I guess I don't have anything funny about that. That's it. Thank you. Yay, Barry Borders. I think that's very funny. I would I would go into that story about the les. The, how did it catch up with you, the lesbian porn? He asked me. Oh, that. Well, then that's then you roll over way too easily. I should bully you as a child. Uh, the bully joke was great. Uh, and I would definitely do a retard voice. Like, you did that thing at the end where you said people can't say anything. If you could do that in a retard voice, like, people can't say anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, style. you open yourself up. <laughs> you open yourself up to do a fun act out. Yeah. 
I guess that was the whole point of the joke earlier, but... Oh, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. Does anyone else have any comments? Questions? Yeah, I wouldn't do that voice, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's you wouldn't do the act out. I, I would. I would maybe set that joke up a little differently, like uh, maybe like incidental comedian, or maybe he was trying to do like stand up or mm. something along those lines, where, um, you know, or maybe like I don't know, like points in your life where you've noticed people be funny and they're not trying to, but it just that that voice might be a little harsh. It works for comedians. I would love it, but that's all I got on that one. I, th- I think it would be funny if, uh, so when you signed your dad up for lesbian porn, if that was the moment he found out he was super into lesbians. You know? <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> so, so like, never mind. No, no, explain it. I, honestly, explain it. I would love, it's like, yeah, explain it. It's okay. No, he'll explain it later. Um, this now, is a joke workshop. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but... <laughs> the the ancestry premise is funny, but you've got to go in a different direction. I think like the like Tanya Hardy like just being the, like upset if your dad gets it instead of you. I don't think is a particularly fun way of doing it. But um, if you do want to flesh it out that way, there's there's got to be a little more something. But it's a really funny premise. Like you got laughs when you, when you said that first line that you auditioned for the commercial with him. So yeah, yeah. Keep do you going have any that. suggestions where to go? Um, maybe they give you free ancestry and then you find something out, out about your family and your dad. Okay. Uh, maybe Can you write they, jokes for me instead? I uh, I charge seven dollars a day. Oh, cool. Um, and I don't. I'm not good. Okay. Okay. Um, I would say a way to do the voice, which will be funny. I promise you, like it, yes, it will be offensive. If, but there, I think the way to do it is to say, okay, now I'm going to do an impression of the not, the guy without Down syndrome doing the voice. And then you specify that because that could be funny because, yeah, people are very defensive of the mentally handicapped because, you know, the whole they have the minds of seven-year-olds thing. Because, <laughs> like, they tend, you know, they do tend to, you know, people do tend to no, be a little defensive. No, you keep going. But <laughs> I'll just let you spiral. No, I, I think that the joke, though, is about, it, it's about the guy saying, it's the quality of of yeah. of the, of the what are they called, the, the speakers. The quality of the motivational speakers. And their their quality is so low or whatever, or we're so PC. Like, cause you're not making fun of the retarded kid, you're making fun of the guy making fun of the retarded kid, who doesn't yeah. even know that he's, that that's think, bad, or whatever. So yeah, I think if you specify that you're now gonna do, say what that guy said, then you really specify exactly who you're making fun of, because, you know, all right. <laughs> and, and maybe for the engineering one, where you're the ancestry.com, just to rip off of uh, what that gentleman was saying, you could, you could just go to the end where you kind of like I did a thing with my dad and I saw the first cut and like you're not in it at all and that's like instead of saying and setting it up you could just show not tell yeah you could just kind of be like man I have like one shot and it's like my backside like it's not even like my face like what (laughs) happened Uh, okay no, I'm not going to do it. I appreciate the uh, co- the suggestions, though. I, You know what? If you guys want to do a Downs voice, you're welcome to do it. <laughs> Fairy Borders, everyone! Yay! 
I mean, you, you just be in the company of our president, you know, and he says, uh, uh, he said, I, the retarded, he was making fun of somebody, and he's, I'd never do that. And he did, he actually did a voice. Uh, all right. Your next comedian, funny guy, glad he's here. Put your hands together for Max Eddie. Niggas did pull the trigger. Got the AK, and they got a Uzi. Finish for your shit. I know I got my two. I'm gonna PayPal you late after this if that's okay. Uh, yeah, why? You don't. You probably don't want to be in the company of the president in that regard. Um, just, just saying. Um, uh, just do four minutes of Down's voice. It's just no. It's uh, uh, actually yeah. My brother is. This is not related. Or well, it's related. My brother is uh, taking care of uh, kids with special needs now, um, and he he actually brought. A kid over his name's Oleg, um, and I thought he just wasn't able to communicate at all. So I was treating him like, uh, like with the with the kid gloves, just like Oleg, like and trying to do like hand motions, trying to do sign language to him, because um, it didn't seem like he understood what I said. It turns out he's actually from the Ukraine, and <laughs> he just doesn't speak English. Like if you speak to him in in his tongue, then he's good to go. So yeah, um, that's fun. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I realized the other day that I am a like a really polite person, um, but I'm also like I'll be a dick to make sure other people are polite. Like I don't like when people do little things uh, that they know they can get away with uh, in public uh, because no one's gonna call them out. Like uh, you know when people, you know when you're like waiting for Bart at like rush hour or something. And a line of people forms, and then some asshole just like kind of sneaks to the front, like mm, I just this is like where the arrow is, and this is where the door's gonna be, so I'm just gonna go to the front, even though there's clearly a line going on. I'm the guy who will be like, get to the back, like, uh, and I, like I'm trying to think of better examples of that. Uh, I once, uh, I once called a girl out for cheating on an exam. Um, yeah, like in the middle of it, I was I was just like, because we weren't supposed to have calculators and it was like a stats exam, um, and uh, I was just like, hey, that's a dope TI-84, and she got suspended, <laughs> so um, that part's not funny. Um, she's uh, probably severely affected her GPA uh, and her well-being. Um, she was on financial aid. Is that that's bad? Uh, I'm I'm a bad person. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I actually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing like I, I'm just not afraid of strangers. Like that's that's not an instinct I have, and it gets me into into trouble. Like this, I, one time I was jaywalking. I jaywalked in front of this guy, and he honked at me. My response was not to just do that, sorry, like and just keep walking. I just kind of stood in front of his car and just kind of stared him down like I was a cocky deer or something. And uh, uh, he, this guy ended up like. Uh, staring me right back down, and I was just like, "What the f like? What are you doing, man? Like, I'm jaywalking in front of you. Like, it's not it's not a big deal." That dude ended up following me into a mic at Iron and Gold, and uh, it was so oh, it was fucking amazing because he's like a, the dude is like I found out after like six two, probably about two fifty, and I'm just like, ah, I should be afraid for my life with this guy being angry at me, and I'm just not like um, I'm like a. Honestly, I'm like a little chihuahua who like gets into fights with Rottweilers. But like imagine if that chihuahua knew he could litigate. You know? Like it's it's not good. It's unhealthy. But that time it ended up working out though, because he uh 
<laughs> he came into Iron and Gold. He he was just sitting at the bar, just with his arm arms crossed. I finished my set. I go over, uh, and he's like, "Hey," I'm like, uh, "Oh, hey." Um, I didn't recognize him. I was like, "Hey, did you did you just watch my set?" Or he's like, "No, I'm the guy from the crosswalk." I was like, "Well, technically, I'm the guy from the crosswalk." Uh, you're the guy who's like in front of the crosswalk, honking me in your fucking Subaru. He really didn't like that because he was driving a truck. He was driving like a Ford F-150, and they don't like when you call those Subarus. Um, but uh, no, yeah, the guy, I don't know what his fucking endgame was. Like, because he, he, he let off with, you know, I was real angry back there, and I came over here to teach you a lesson, and honestly, the old me would have hit you. I was like, is that progress to you? Like, what is that? Like, you know that that's the most incriminating thing you could fucking say, right? Um, but uh, but <laughs> what, I, what I ended up telling him, he fucking, he left after this. I was just like, dude, I fucking hope you hit me. Because if you hit me, I'll spend one night in the hospital. I'm frail. But you'll go to jail for three years. And honestly, I don't know if it's three years. Three sounded good. Rule of threes. I just went with it. Um, but he was just like, I'm out. He just left. And uh, um, so... Uh, people won't hit you guys. Just do whatever you want. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to try to figure out. Yay! Max Eddie, hooray! I thought that was so cute that you started out and you couldn't find ways of examples of being a dick, but then you really did at the end. You really pulled it around. Yeah, exactly. That was nice. That's funny. I have other comments, but Arjun looks very excited <laughs> to talk to you. I like how you started off your set by being like, I enforce niceness. And then end your set by being like, I don't, nobody enforces niceness. Uh, because also, do you, the first part where you were giving examples, it took for a little, sound like you were searching for punchlines for quite a, for quite a bit. Uh, it seems like the examples, were the examples supposed to be punchlines or are you supposed to think of examples with punchlines? I'm, I'm trying to figure out actual examples because that's something I genuinely do. Like I'll, oh, okay. I'll be the person to call someone out in public, but I can't. I'm trying to think of situations where that's funny, like, and it's gonna just end up being like a, a corny, like, joke. I so are you trying to look like a hero for that? Or are you trying to be like, haha, everyone hears how I'm a like a nerd? No, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to make <laughs> it seem like I'm doing something good because a lot of people get away with a lot of shit because people don't mention it. But that is um, true. At the end of the day, the reason I do it is because I love to like be a dick like you don't uh, like I love to yell at people and you don't get the opportunity to like, do that you need to pick a self-righteous moment then like if a, if a woman is yelling at her child on the bus yeah. like if there's a if there's a yeah. lady yelling at her kid and then you step in because you're like all righteous like don't yell at your kid yeah or uh, something other people throw at, on the bus I can only think of examples like people throw garbage out the window sometimes yeah, littering they just place. litter yeah I and mean, that's another one to get on people about definitely yeah, because the, the point like I want to get to is to get enough goodwill with the fact that sometimes, because I've literally, um, I was at Clusterfest last year. Some guy tried to mosey in to cut the line at Clusterfest, and I went, <laughs> it was an old white dude who had a jacket tied around his waist. No, 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 this is, uh, this is dead ass serious. And I spent, uh, to be fair, I spent like 10 minutes coming up with what I was going to say to him to get him out of the line but I I go after those 10 minutes I go up to him and I'm like hey I don't know if the jacket around your waist is constricting airflow to your brain but get the fuck to the back of the line like we're not stupid like don't you can't cut and people actually people literally applauded me in that line wow. for doing that and I'm like if I could capture that 
on stage with one of these stories, then I can get the goodwill. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> well, and that's a dick thing people do is that they, when, you mentioned it when they're on the bar and they smoosh to their front yeah, or they exactly. just, they just, and that's, that's the time to point that stuff out. You, your, your righteousness. We can talk after too. Yeah. Um, I, I different place with that than, uh, than you. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I get the flavor of where you're trying to go with those jokes. I like that you're doing that whole, the social uh, discomfort thing that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Some guy almost grabbed me out of his window just the other day. Um, so I, I like that you're exploring that. Where where I went with your uh, Bart joke, where the someone cuts in line, I immediately thought like I'm always the guy who gets stabbed over it. I don't know if that's. I have never gotten stabbed, so yeah. unfortunately, I don't think that take is going to be sincere. Well, does it have to be true? That's, I think that yeah. that one it, they're going to smell that it's not true. <laughs> I think, I think they'll know it's still not doing true, things yeah. that would maybe get me stabbed one yeah. percent of the time. So, uh, but good looking out. All right. Or, or you might want to like say something to someone and then you the eggs on your face where you're like he's cutting in front of the line but he's blind or something or I thought about um I thought about doing that with um the thing I fucking forgot to say with the guy cutting the line. Someone once told me um when I did something like that they're like I'm not from here. Um and I and in the moment I was like, "Oh, Jenny, sorry, like maybe you don't understand that custom. But if someone said I'm not from here, but then they're from like fucking Fremont or something, like um, that could be fun too. But yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's definitely like a an issue I have when I when I do that. That I always run that risk. But also, everyone understands lines. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's good. so that doesn't make sense. Actually, they don't do lines like India. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> it does, but um, uh, yeah. It could be somewhere where there are lines for sure. Yeah, that's fun. Or it could be that you went to India and then everyone was like in chaos and <laughs> you were like trying to like s s establish a line and you were like, come on guys, just yeah, live right here. Yeah. Um, but I, I think for the last one, maybe maybe the joke is like the guy sees you doing stand up and he's like, that's punishment enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to punch this guy that's in the fun. face. Yeah. Just, just walks away. Uh, and then the, the woman who you ratted on might turn out to be a stripper or something. Oh, that's, that's a very like yeah low hanging fruit. But that could be good. Yeah, that was good. I thought you had a great set. Um, I like watching you do Thank jokes. You. Um, I was just like kind of curious. Maybe this is total shot in the dark. But are you by chance one of those people that gets a boner from pain? No, I am not. No, okay, never mind then. <laughs> what? Where were you going if that was the case? Every week, Dan seems to get creepier and creepier. Usually, it's just with the ladies. Hey, Usually, hey, he only hits on the women on stage. But today, he's trying. <laughs> okay. Uh, you look. You do. You look nice. You look lovely. Okay. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Okay. Thanks so much, guys. Yay. Uh, yeah. What gives you a boner? Dudes and pregnant women. Pregnant women, really? No. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Wait, was that? Is that? <laughs> That's funny. Everybody, Max Eddie, yay! Dudes and pregnant women, I feel the same way. No, actually, I don't. I don't. Uh, the only reason I'm attracted to pregnant women is that I want to nanny their baby and take all their money. I mean, like, by working for them and their child. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Digging myself out of that hole. Your next comedian, he's a super funny guy, and we're going to see, maybe he's going to hit on the entire audience right now. Clap your hands together for Dan Shively. Yay! Hi, 
fucking not that a creep, Pam. God, I'm a normal guy. I wear shirts. Come on. Um, here's some money for you. Yay, money! Uh, so I I was dating this girl like a month ago. Uh, it was going well. We banged. We did it. We had sex. And we were doing it, and while we were doing it in bed, it was so much fun because I don't get to have sex a lot. And right where, when we were in the middle of doing it, her fucking dog just, like, licked me in the face. And that was the best threesome I've ever had. I don't know. Yeah, that was, in all honesty, though, I've never been angrier. That was like, what the fuck? I am now for sure that was bestiality, right? <laughs> If you are fucking and the dog licks your face, that's a thing you are now, you know? But we, uh, it seems like this is, it's kind of like coming to an end. It's starting to fizzle out. You know, uh, one deal breaker for me with women is reality TV, you know, because I've been all the way down that rea reality TV rabbit hole, you know? I've lived with them and had to watch them like cry tears over these fucking awful people. And they always defend themselves by saying, well, you like to do stupid things like video games and you like shitty shows. But to me, it's not like that. Reality TV isn't like watching a shitty show. It's like finding a steaming pile of garbage and putting your face in it, you know? And if I'm in the house, then you're making me put my face in it too. And there's no way I can get a boner with fucking my face and a pile of garbage. So that's all my prepared material, guys. Uh, I don't know. I could do this thing. We, we, always, uh, we always have voices in our head, right? What's a, what's a voice in your head that, that goes off? Like sometimes you, we have voices in our heads that we just have to ignore or like during work. Damn, she's fine as hell. You can't say that out loud, you know? What's an example of a voice like that? Gollum, like Schmeagol, like my precious. But what's it over? What's your precious? You want to go after that one ring of glazed fucking glory. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. It's like I always fight the different voices in my head, and you have to let the right one bubble to the top, you know? Like when I'm talking to a girl, and we're dating, and it's going well, which hasn't happened in a long time, I speak from the heart, you know? It's my heart voice. I'm just like, hey, girl. Listen, we've been seeing each other for a long time. And I just want you to know that I jump out of bed every day because I know I can see you sooner. And then out of nowhere, fucking my dick chimes in and he's like, what about those titties though? <laughs> That's how you know. It's a fucking Arjun laugh, whether it's funny or not. <laughs> Fucking that went quick. Um, yeah, my, my other favorite voice is uh, the inside the shirt voice. Like when you're waking up, you put your shirt in. It's like the one moment of peace you get in the beginning of the day where you're just like, oh, God, yes, I don't have to face anything right now. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And then you come out into the world. It's like, oh, no, you have to get more mustard. <laughs> Uh, the wise men should remain silent. Ah, oh, the toilet's clogged. And you, we don't have a steak, so you have to use your hand steak. <coughs> That's my time. Yay! Yay!
great dance. I was that creepy? Super funny. Was that creepy, man? No, it was really funny. Mustard is creepy to me, not you. Um, the threesome with the dog is a lovely story. I like hearing about you getting the puss. Um, so how how deep? So your so your reality TV TV show joke is super funny, but it could be funnier if in, every time you say it, you put in a different reality TV show. So. You never mentioned any specifics, so but you said it a lot, and you said like a steaming pile of garbage. But if you say, you just add like the names, like Bachelorette Island. I don't know what they fucking are. I don't know what the reality TV shows are. But just if every time you instead of look at the joke and then take out the word it and put in a specific reality TV show name. Yeah. And then that'll be that joke will just be like really perfect and hilarious because then you're like totally shitting on people with reality tv shows but you were but anyways i thought it was funny just i mean because i can't even think of i don't know reality tv shows but i'm sure that they're you know that's what i like about you pam (laughs) i don't know (laughs) well i know that's if you hate it it's like which ones are they and and if it's a breakupable offense that's fun that's that's an interesting idea yeah uh I love the mustard part. That killed me. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Guttural laugh. Sweet. Yeah, I, I a t-shirt joke was pretty uh, original and uh, something that everyone has done but not really thought about it. So the fact that you can once, it's like an ostrich where you put on a t-shirt <laughs> in front of your face and you're in a, like, a peaceful world only to come out of it like... I think that is pretty pretty strong joke. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So do you just I thought you were saying you just like put your t shirt over your head just for fun. Ooh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Maybe maybe that's like a tag actually. Sorry, let me turn your mic on. Oh, it's <laughs> you can hear me. <laughs> you guys are super nice, thanks. Yay, Dan! Yay, Dan. Oh, All right, we have a... We have one comedian left. You guys are so great. You've been staying the entire time and staying engaged, and that really means a lot um, when you do that for each other. And don't forget to donate to Mutiny Radio. You can always go to our website and hit that PayPal button and give us money. But right now, your next comedian, he's back on the scene. Put your hands together for Sonny Kumar. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Um, I will PayPal you later. This is fun. Uh, How's everyone doing? I don't know why I'm doing crowd crowd work. It's five people that I see all the time. Uh, so I found out there's like a big potato chip conspiracy going on. Uh, they don't want to raise prices, so they're just reducing the number of chips in a bag. And that means I'm buying bigger and bigger bags of potato chips, getting more and more awkward looks. People are like, is that a midget eating a regular-sized bag, or is that a really big person eating a small bag? It's neither. It's me eating a really big bag. <laughs> that was awkward. Um, people say I have really nice eyes. I don't see it. <laughs> that works. Um, but I do see the disappointment on women's faces as they look at my eyes and then scan down my body. Uh, for for the radio, I'll just kind of make. I, I I'm just tilting my head down for the radio. That gets. Do I have to do it? So they'll. <laughs> I guess I'll do it. So they'll look at me and then they'll kind of scan down and you can just see the disappointment. It's like, oh. um, please don't come over here and talk to me. 
I guess I, I should just I should not cater to the radio. That was just weird, right? <laughs> that just turned a good joke bad. That's how you do that. Um, so to counteract that, I kind of bend down as I'm as I'm like looking at them, like, hey, no, just keep keep your eyes right here. Keep your eyes right here. Don't focus on the body. Okay. Uh, next joke. Um, I feel like this is a great time for documented immigrants to find out who their real friends are, <laughs> right? Just be like, hey, I'm undocumented, and I'm going to be at this playground at four. <laughs> and if I shows up, that's not your friend anymore. That is not your friend anymore. Uh, I'm Indian. My parents encouraged a lot of competition when I was younger. And, you know, there was like four or five of us in a group. And uh, I, was, I was second to last in terms of, like, doing well in school. And then I found out in the fifth grade that the person I was beating, the, the last person, had autism. So that, that didn't turn out well. But parents, Indian parents don't really recognize mental illness, so I was told to keep going and keep beating this person. Yeah. It's just that they were grading him on a curve. It was like he identified an apple from fruit. You got to do better on your math test. Like, that's not cool. You got to figure that out. What else? Uh, autocorrect is getting weird um, because it doesn't really work in certain situations. Like I was telling someone I'm traveling to another country for work and they said like, hey, I'm going to be in Malta. And they recommended that I put the flag of Malta. And I was like, that would be a really fun text to send to someone like, hey, I'm traveling to here's a flag. Can you guess? It's like a little game. OK, we'll, we'll delete that. <laughs> um, this is going to be a little harsh, so I, I forewarn you. Uh, I was watching Roots. Has anyone seen the show Roots? Great show. It's about Kunta Kinte and uh, his epic journey through slavery. And uh, in one of the parts, the master is like, hey, give me your bag. And I thought, isn't it the master's bag? Doesn't <laughs> it give me my bag? Yeah, sorry about that. That's why when people, you know, when racists are like all against the pronouns and using pronouns, I'm like, you're the ones who invented it. Like, you're the ones who are calling people instead of he or she, it, and <laughs> that. So I don't know why the, the controversy. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you so much. Yay! Yay! Sunny Kumar, yay. Um, all I have is questions for you. Um, first What's wrong with your bod? What's wrong with your body? My body? Yeah, there's. I, I'm like. Try, I'm like. I don't get it. Is it you're not fat? You're not. My legs are short. If you want. If you want me is to be vulnerable. Is it because you think because you're? Is it because you're saying you're short? Yeah. I, I just didn't get it. I'm like. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Like you're not. I'm too good looking for that joke. That's you're what you're too saying. good looking you're right. for that joke. You're right. Yeah, I you're. Go with it. I'm too good. You're looking. too good looking for that joke. It's just confusing. <laughs> I, I would just want you to be more specific. Like I know that. Clay Newman has one where he goes, it's curly brown all the way down. And we're like, okay, he's hairy. Mm. But like, you don't, you just don't look like there's anything wrong with you. Uh, and then, an uglier person. there was a, <laughs> no, there was a joke, a punchline I didn't understand at all. Apple from fruit. I was so confused. I didn't, when I you were didn't, making fun of the autistic guy and you said something about apple from fruit. Oh, no, no. Uh, he was able to identify an apple as a fruit. As a fruit. Yes, yes. Okay, so you were referencing him being dumb as a, a post. Well, that, I was just comparing my, uh, like I would have to do well on a math test while he would have to just oh. identify an apple. Oh, okay, I see, I gotcha. But I guess it doesn't work, so I will, I will take I just was, <laughs> I was like, I am very confused. And then, um, this is my own ignorance, where is Malta? Uh, it's, it's 
you know that little foot uh, by like Italy. Oh, it's Sicily, by Italy. It's like right down. Okay, but well, it's a country. It is a country. I am so ignorant. That is amazing. I, I would never be good at the flag game. I know. That's why I was like, who would understand this? Who like, would? Yeah, who would have any idea? But uh, good stuff. Other people, other comments. Kill that Malta autocorrect joke. I don't think you should. I think there's something in there that may not have been it, but I think that that's like there's a lot of meat in there. I think that's clever. You can play around with some flags looking like other flags. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, fucking. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Dude, Def Jam flag <laughs> jokes. Um, not uh, the fucking the look down. When they start looking down at you, like from your eyes down, that's a funny premise like just watching them transition so go go big with the act out like just it's it's not gonna work if you if you half-ass it but it's funny like you can um if you commit to it i think you can get some good laughs uh you're good at comedy i like your jokes you have beautiful eyes uh, yeah. that was still creep he's hitting on everyone beautiful eyes Stay in character the whole time. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> let's character. keep those eyes inside your head. That's going to be... Pop those mamas out. Keep those eyes <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be creepy. <laughs> Do we have any other compliments or comments? Anyone? Everybody's A-OK? Well, th- hey, man, that's the end of the joke workshop. This was a really good one. Thank you guys all for participating. Yay! I would do new jokes, but I just don't even care right now. I, I was grinding so hard for so long. I just feel like I just... I don't, I'm going to go home and watch Westworld again. Yes! I love Westworld. I'm going to eat some fucking samosas. I, I'm so inspired by all the Indian people here today. No, I just fucking love samosas. Um, they're delicious. It's my favorite deep fried food. All right, thanks everybody, and we'll see you all next week here on the Joke Workshop. Yay! Thanks for giving us money. Bye. Can I have Venmo? Oh, I don't have Venmo, but I do have. These are really cute, so you don't drown them. Um, there's their story. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast-acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
uh, every Saturday night. We've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches, hitting switches, going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So 
So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought-provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at muniradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Hey, everybody. We are hanging out at Spark. This is the Sparkast. Today is May 1st. It's May Day, everyone. Yay. We're at Spark here on 8th and Mission. Hanging out for the Sparcast. We're going to get started. We have some really great guests tonight. We have Coral Best out of San Jose. We have Kakuna Kalista Sinclair and Warhol Kaufman all hanging out tonight. We're going to be doing some great highlights here on the Sparcast. We're going to be doing some story time from our guests, some highlight story time. We'll be doing a great product highlight tonight. We're talking about edibles tonight. Absolutely, we're going to be doing comedy highlights. We have a bunch of comedians with us. And we'll have our interactive game. Today, it's called You Put Your Weed in There. I'm going to ask the audience what their favorite foods are, and then I'm going to tell them how to put weed in there, because I've been working with marijuana since 1993. My first weed recipe was published in the Koala, the UC San Diego publication. So... Some of you listening to this podcast weren't even alive then in 93, but we did all the work for you kids so that now you can be uh, loving this recreational weed here at Spark, this amazing flowers and edibles and 
concentrates and vape pens and all the beautiful things that help us with perspective in our lives. Uh, please enjoy the dulcet tones of the beauty and wonderment of the Spark Vape Lounge, how cool it is and chill. And we're going to be back in just a second with the, the, the Sparkast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Again, great guests tonight. We're going to get started in just a minute. Thanks, big thanks to Spark. Go visit him. We're going to talk about edibles today. Great edibles down here. Everything from gummies to cookies to nuts. Talk about nuts tonight. Uh, all right. Enjoy. We're going to be back in just a second with the Sparkast. Just me. Everybody's cat talks back. My cat actually talks back. 
Yeah, I taught him how to high five when he was 10. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can teach a cat anything. Like, how do I Nothing. 
other than some breath mints. And his eyes already said so much that he was like, what breath mints are you referring to? So I took him to the bedroom and I pulled out the breath mints and he held it in his hands and he looks at me and he's staring like deep into my soul. And he's like, how much of this did you take today? And I was like, fuck, this is not gonna go well for me, is it? So I told him, you know, honestly, I think I took like 10 to 15. It was like, you know, drops, you guys. It was just like, it wasn't that minty for some reason. It wasn't that minty. So I was like, well, so he looks at me and we're sharing this moment, right? And he goes, Coral, I don't want to freak you out or anything, but this is acid. And I was like, So of course I was like, holy shit, this was an hour into it, right? I'm like, how much acid did I take? He looks at the bottle and he's like, don't be alarmed. <laughs> but you're on anywhere between 20 to 60 hits of acid. Yeah. Yes, thank you, thank you. You're all, thank you. I feel like I should have gotten a round of applause the second that happened to me. Um, just think about the range on that too. Like, I'm somewhere deep into the double digits. No. I'm fucked up. They call that, by the way, a heroic dose. I didn't know until I took a heroic dose. Most people want to know when they're doing a heroic anything. I just want you to realize. Um, so pretty much, I ended up getting taken to my parents' house, and my mom was coming home, and I was like, how do I bring this up? Just be cool. Be cool, okay? Just be cool. Um, but I was just trying to start a trip more and more, and the second she walks in, I just go, Mom, I'm on a ton of acid right now. I'm so much acid. I was telling her that I'm fucking around with drugs, and she's like, you can't live here. Get the fuck out of the house. And it was just, my trip was already not ideal, so I was just like talking to somebody in my head, and I'm like, I can't have her here, get her out. Get her out, like I have secret service. Um, I wanted to go to the emergency room because I knew shit was about to go bad, but the car was giving me the worst vibes. I couldn't get into it. I wanted to, I did. Um, thankfully, I only tripped for about 24 hours. Uh, there's a lot of yelling on my parents' cul-de-sac, but ultimately I was okay. Um, and I do have to say that yes, it was the worst day of my life because I involuntarily tripped on 40 hits of acid, but I look back and it's also the best day of my life because now every day I wake up, I'm just like, wow, it is a beautiful day to not be on 60 hits of acid. Didn't even know. Like when I took a fentanyl patch for the first time in 2006, I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> it's like, that's a fentanyl patch. It's okay. My ex father in law died and he, on his deathbed, he willed me all of his drugs. I actually got 59 Marinol. Does anybody remember Marinol? Remember when weed was dumb and pharmaceutical companies thought, like, we can make this stuff Marinol. It's a, it's a pharmaceutical grade THC that was developed for people with like cancer and stuff. And it creates a little orange pill, but it is like, why would we make something fake when we have the real thing? Like, I just didn't even understand what that would be. Because people feel safe for men and People feel safer when the doctor prescribes. But now your doctor can prescribe. We can all prescribe ourselves. Yay! Well, today's focus of this um, sparkcast is on edibles. Uh, so. Uh, does everybody out here, do you guys, you guys into edibles? 
Yeah. Like the THC turning into THCV in your liver. You like that different THC cannabinoid that only happens when you eat it? Love it. I'm learning. Hell yeah. How do we the internet? We got that. Uh, we should do, we can, let's do another story highlight. We have a really special guest tonight all the way from Illinois. Uh, he, he has ocular de de degeneration. I think that means he gets to, actually, you don't even have to go anywhere. I'll just give you the microphone if you want yeah. to sit, unless you want to stand. Wait, I'll you just want to walk all the way well, I'll just stand it. won't trip you over You can stand state. right there. Yeah, yeah why not? Hey, everybody. He's all the way from Illinois. His name is Matt Stein. Give it up for him. Yay! My story this time unusually doesn't involve acid, <laughs> but it does allow for a good kaleidoscope brain. Mine is more or less an apology story about weed, because I have a bunch of buddies that blow, blow glass, like my buddy Goro Scientific out of Colorado, and that, and like, where can anything go wrong except for when you bring a blind man into a glass shop to do dabs? <laughs> And the thing is, that's where like real moments of truth come out, and how much can you trust this person? And uh, cause like, you know, a little dab will do you, a big dab will do you too. So you don't need to know who's hitting you out, but uh, we were in my buddy's glass shop, and he's like, Steinberg, get your set up here, you know? And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I get that you can smoke some weed, you also aren't gonna be driving anywhere, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> and so as we start to get going here and I just hear torches getting lit up, I started having like a flash to like probably what that Asian chick had in Hostel, where it's like, this doesn't seem safe at all. <laughs> you know, but as you feel like molten glass get hotter eight inches from your face, you're like, yeah, this should be a good idea. And then they start hitting me with my dab and all I hear is my six buddies going, going. Keep going. Meanwhile, in my mind, I can hear this shit fucking spiraling around the nail. And I'm like, they just dropped a snake on me. This is not going to be pretty. But I'm from the Midwest to where it's like, you don't just blow out smoke because then you're wasting it. And yeah, have you guys ever blacked out after a dab because you refused to stop coughing? I have. And you know what that does? A lot of damage in a glass shop. <laughs> yeah, a blind dude blacked out in a glass shop coughing. Yeah, that's thousands of dollars worth of shit being broken. I felt more bad breaking stuff in his, like, shop than I ever did on any one of my friend's couches when I blacked out drunk and pissed on. That's for sure. But, you know, that's what dads will do to you. So, mind your vapes, know your temps. Smoke what you can when you're with the people you trust. Yeah. And that's my weed story. So yeah, just don't ever take a blind guy into a glass shop to do that. Yay! Point stand, match stand, yay! Yay. It's special lessons learned. That's a bull in a china show. Good stuff. Uh, Kahuna Kalista. Kahuna. I know every time I put your name on Facebook, I'm like, Kahuna Kalista Sinclair. I'm like, I can't, I can't tell me she's from Hawaii. It's Kahuna. I, 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 I love oh, everything that's happening oh, here. Namibia. 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 Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a country. I am an Indian. <laughs> what I learned, I have a book. I, I nanny small children uh, sometimes, and I have a book that's called Africa is not 
a country. And I read it to yeah, small children. Exactly. Because they have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, hey everybody, uh, put your hands together. You have a you have a good you have a high pot story highlight? You have a highlight about
freaking out. Oh my god, I'm like, <laughs> 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 